Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Do you think he calls for Courtney in bed? Ew, Gino, you're sick. <laughs> Hey guys, it's Bonnie Fuller. I am the editor-in-chief of HollywoodLife.com, and we are here with your weekly news podcast. And we have so much celebrity news to talk to you about. There's been another giant split in the celebrity celestial uh, firmament. Zayn Malik and Gigi Hadid, they are donezo, and we are very upset. We have information, of course, about what happened. Then, moving on to Jelena, they also are on a break. They're together, but they're on a break. So we don't want to say this is an official split um, because this couple just goes kind of back and forth and back and forth. So we are going to give you all the latest scoop. And then we're going to talk about Kendall Jenner's sexuality and why Kylie Jenner has turned down a marriage proposal from Travis Scott. But before we get to all that, I'm not alone in my Hollywood Life podcast studio. I am here with our editorial and PR coordinator, Ali Stagnita. That was lame. Hey, guys. What's up? Glad to be here. So much to talk about. I'm really sad about Gigi and Zane. Me too. Mm. They were cute. They were so cute. But all may not be lost. Yeah. But speaking of all that may be lost. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) There's somebody else here in our podcast studio. Um, Somebody who has been a little lost when it comes to dating. And that is Gino, the producer. God, I thought that was absolutely dreadful. (laughs) What's what's going on? It's Gino, the producer in the house. So good news right off the bat. I want to jump right in. We did get a review. Yeah. We begged and pleaded to our beautiful audience <laughs> last week. And guess who stepped up? Aaron Christine. Thank you, Aaron Christine. Um, unfortunately, though, Aaron, three stars, not five. But okay, we still appreciate the effort. And she says, I originally found this podcast searching for Teen Mom, which I find <laughs> kind of funny. If you could touch on the TM franchise show or even cover their news and social media, just a request. So I feel like since she went to all the trouble of writing a review, do we have any Teen Mom updates? Well, Farah, Farah's been very busy. She's been kicked off the show. And well, she, according to her, she, she quit. According uh, to her. According to her. But you know what? This has happened before. And Farah Abraham is not somebody who goes anywhere quietly. Mm-hmm. So even if she's off the franchise now and, you know, busy making some rather sexy devices or sexy videos. <laughs> I pre- sexy videos. Yeah. That's a great euphemism for porn. <laughs> <laughs> and devices and body parts. Yeah. Shaped after her own body parts. That's she- right. 
Uh, she's very enterprising in the sexuality area. I predict she'll be back. Yeah, she loves to fight with the producers. I mean, there's that famous clip where she like says she's going to get a producer fired. She comes out of her house because she's like refusing to film. She has always had like a terrible relationship with the staff and the crew at MTV. But then she's been here. She's a friend of the show. I think we've interviewed her at least yeah, three we times. Have some videos yeah, with yeah. her too. Yeah, and she confessed to us that she actually really gets along well with that producer. They're like one of her best friends. That's how she talks to her best friends, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Every time she's on the show, I always have a bit of a contentious relationship with her, too. She's just she's very combative. And like if you ask her a wrong question, she definitely gives you like hardcore side eye. And I don't know. She's she's a tough cookie. I remember that from an interview that you guys did. (laughs) Yeah. So it's not easy to please Farah. I don't know. I find her very cooperative and, and very forthcoming. I think it's just you, Gino. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, I rub some people the wrong way. This is no doubt about it. Um, do we have anything else, any other tidbit we can talk about for Aaron Christine? I feel like she probably knew that. Hmm. We well, I can tell you that she needs to come to Hollywood Life. I think it's Monday nights is the are the Teen Mom shows because we have Teen Mom and we have Teen Mom pregnant and young and pregnant, young and pregnant, pregnant. And alone. Yes, we've started to cover that as well. And um, we've had an awful lot of news about Caitlin. We've had a lot mm-hmm. of news about uh, Caitlin Lowry and Javi. And no, they're not back together. And um, we can do some research for next time and and come back with some news for you because you gave such a because uh, you gave us a review i can confirm kaylin lowry blew us off at the mtv music awards one year <laughs> we were on the carpet we waited patiently to speak to her and then she big timed us and we didn't get our quotes that we waited patiently for so but you know here's the thing we've interviewed janelle and i think we've interviewed janelle a couple of times as well yes and she has so much drama going on and she always has these near do well boyfriends and husbands and brushes with the law. And every time we see her, she couldn't be nicer. She's so down to earth and funny and fun to be with. And, and we have a great time talking to her and she's just like the nicest girl. Like I just don't understand these two personas. Yeah. It's very confusing, but Anyway, guess what we should do? It's what we do every week, but we're going to do it a little bit faster this week. <laughs> At Hallie Stagnita, do you have a crush you could quickly mention? Yes, I'm crushing on Reese Witherspoon right now. I thought it was really special when um, a journalist who wrote a 15,000 word dissertation on Legally Blonde, uh, she <laughs> handed great. her, she gave Reese Witherspoon her dissertation and was like, I don't care what you do with it. You can burn it. You can use it to clean your windows. And Reese looked at her and said, is it scented? Like her character in Legally Blonde. And so I just thought it was really cool. And it kind of just shows who she is as a person. And I really liked that. So she's my crush this week. Simple, easy, quick. Uh, yeah. Thanks for being cool, Reese. I think Great that's one. very that's very crushable. Okay. Well, I am crushing. Um, well, first of all, Bonnie Fuller um, on Twitter and Bonnie underscore Fuller on Instagram. And um, I'm crushing on somebody that was just in this morning for our celebrity interview of the week podcast. And we will be posting his interview on Friday. And that is American Idol winner Scotty McCreary. And he's got a new album coming out. He's got two fabulous singles, uh, five, five More Minutes and This Is It. And they're both such incredible emotional songs. But his album is... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Seasons Change. Seasons Change. Okay, I'm sorry. You know, it's really hard for me to remember too many things at once. But 
I can tell you, because I will not forget this, that he was so fun and friendly and he is so in love with Gabi. Gabi. Gabi, his fiance, who he proposed to. Any of you who are his fans, go on his Instagram. He has the entire proposal up there in video. He proposed on the top of an Appalachian mountain. She's his high school sweetheart. They've known each other since kindergarten. And every time he talked about her, and she's a pediatric um, cardiac nurse. So that's a highly trained nurse at Duke University Hospital. It's an amazing school. Yeah, and hospital. hospital. And she takes care of little children. And every time he talked about her, his eyes just glowed. And he's only 24 and he's getting married and he can't wait to spend the rest of his life with her. So So he's my crush for being so cool and then kind Come to our interview on Friday. Oh, well, um, Bonnie, that's a really good one. Um, I'm just going to quickly do a bit of a log roll for myself. You can follow me at Gino Orlandini. Um, mostly I use Instagram. I always forget to mention that. And I've been crushing on a little bit of an older celebrity, Etta James, lately. I really enjoy her music. I mean, who doesn't? But a friend of mine, uh, Jessica, we just recorded a cover song of uh, a cover version of I'd Rather Go Blind. I'm about to put that up um, maybe tomorrow. It's with this um, the singer that I met in New York who's super talented, and she just crushed it. And... Um, it's me on guitar. So if you want to see that, I'll be, I'll be putting that up. Um, where shortly on my Instagram. Um, and I don't know, maybe do YouTube or something like that. I do a little bit of music in my, in my spare time. So, so basically you're crushing on yourself, basically crushing on me. Cause I am <laughs> great. Um, <laughs> and this, and this girl who Jake gave an incredible performance. She's like a, I think an up and coming artist here in the New York area. And it was really, really fun to, to play with her. So, so. did you sing? No, no, I don't sing. I just play guitar. She's oh. she's she's singing. So did she date you too? <laughs> we oh. actually met. My God, <laughs> we actually met. Um, Bonnie uh, asking all the questions bo- that everyone wants to know. Bo- Bonnie getting ask. right to the core. We actually did meet on Tinder. Oh, there um, you go. <laughs> but it turned out the musical connection was a little stronger than the romantic connection, and so we started like collaborating because we have similar musical taste, and something really great came out of it. It'll be up soon. So yeah. even if it wasn't archery, <laughs> yeah. oh, medieval archery. I, who were we just talking to with about that? God, who? that was here a lot. No, Corinne. Oh, Corinne? It was somebody else that we no. interviewed, and they want to do that for a date. Aaron Carter. Oh, Aaron, Aaron Carter. Yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's all ready to go on a medieval archery date. Yes. He's looking yeah. to meet somebody. For all of you um, Aaron Carter fans who would like to date him. Yes. Uh, to recap, I explained uh, how I had this <laughs> I had this date set up to, where I was taking this girl. I met on Tinder to an archery range to throw axes and stuff. And then last minute, she was like, oh, I have a funeral to go to. <laughs> Worst excuse <laughs> ever. Worst Terrible. excuse ever. Yeah. Okay, well, you know who I never make any excuses for? Celebrities. So, Bonnie, will you lead us <laughs> off into the celebrity news? Because we got a bombshell this week. Shocking. Yes. Okay. Yesterday, Zayn Malik and Gigi Hadid, um, word was out in the afternoon that they had split. And uh, so we heard that it was true through our sources. And so we posted a story. And then just a few minutes later, Zayn confirmed it on Twitter. And so our sources were, in fact, correct from any of the those are you, those are you looking you, for those? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find... Bonnie, Bonnie's pulling up the statement. Okay. Yeah, they, they both release statements yeah. sort of simultaneously. Mm-hmm. Okay, so for any of you who doubt our sources, our sources confirm this before um, Zane posted it. Yeah, you know what's really interesting about this? Okay, it, here it is. Bonnie's got it. 
Gigi and I had an incredibly meaningful, loving, and fun relationship. And I have a huge, huge amount, huge amount of, huge amount of Gigi as a woman and a friend. She is such an incredible soul. I'm grateful to all of our fans for respecting this difficult decision and our privacy at this time. We wish this news could have come from us first because it did leak out. We love you all. XZ. Okay, now let me find Gigi's. Gigi's statement was a little, I mean, I don't think we have to read the whole thing. It was like a little bit anodyne and just kind of like, it read a little bit just like a, a publicist statement or something. But the interesting part was she said um, that as for the future, whatever's meant to be will always be. Okay, here, come on. I'm going to read it. Okay. It starts with because. Because there is really no way to put into words what two people experienced together over a few years. They were together for a couple of years. Not only in the relationship, but in life in general. I'm forever grateful for the love, time, and life lessons that Z and I shared. Now we know her nickname for him. I want nothing but the best for him and will continue to support him as a friend that I have immense respect and love for. Heart. As for the future, whatever's meant to be will always be XG. Yeah, I mean, what's interesting about this is I think the son broke the story that they were split. And then we all sort of were suspicious because sometimes they they do post fallacious stuff. And then our but sources their said it was, stuff, but the sun stuff about One Direction and former One Direction yes. people is always on. That's why that's why we we thought, pay. That's why yeah. we took it seriously. And let me just say, we heard a long time ago that. The writer, there was a writer at the Sun who was close to either Simon Cowell or the One Direction manager. Yeah, it was like ha- one of, it was Harry's manager. Yes, and that's where their yeah. source was. And so, I mean, One D chose the Sun to break a lot of stories, everything too, yes. like on record stories. Yes. That's why when it came out in the Sun, we were like, we think this is true, and then we checked with our sources, and they said they'd heard it too. Mm-hmm. So we went with it. I was very upset about it because I did think, and and we'll touch on this, um, but Zane's, Zane has debilitating anxiety. He's had to cancel several shows because of it. He left One Direction because of it. And we heard that Gigi struggled with that because she was this up-and-coming model, now an absolutely famous model, um, and goes out and well, she has wasn't, fun. Well, she wasn't up-and-coming when they met. She was huge when they met. No, she had just... They've like, only been together two years. Gigi, yeah, but she wasn't big then. Yeah, she was. She was doing well, Victoria's Secret. She was big, but not as right, big as she is Right, she was up-and-coming. She yeah. hadn't done anything with Tommy yet. Mm. I think she was up-and-coming. Um, so... You're, you were up-and-coming. You were new to this. <laughs> I, you were... You've been here two years, so you you think she's up-and-coming. She's been the biggest deal in modeling for, like, five years. Uh, I wouldn't say that. Maybe four. I think she she and, was just a high schooler. Yeah. She became a big deal two years ago when she I was... She and Kendall. She and Kendall yes. really came up at the same time. Kendall Jenner. So, listen, she was big already, but she was not as big. Right. So, anyway, continue. I was saying, now she's traveling the world doing all these things, whereas Zayn wants to be cooped up somewhere getting inspired artistically by whatever comes around him. And she doesn't want to do that. She doesn't want to sit there. She doesn't yeah. whatever. So I think that that's, that 
is what we're hearing played into their breakup, um, even though they're blaming busy work schedules, et cetera. Well, I mean, it is busy work schedules to the extent that he doesn't. She's busy. Right. And he doesn't like to go out. Right. And so he doesn't like, I think for him, even going out to a restaurant for a date is a big deal. Absolutely. And she's out and about. And I'm sure that it would have, she would have liked it if he would maybe sometimes meet her in some of the Mm -hmm. cities that she was in, or just that they could be kind of more comfortable being out together. Yeah. And I, I thought it was very odd he didn't show up at her last Tommy Hilfiger show in well, Milwaukee. He doesn't show up at anything. And that, well, he was at the last one. He doesn't? He, yeah. He's, the, been, he was, he's been at all of them, and he wasn't at this one. He was one. at the one in L.A. Mm-hmm. But he we, was at the one in L.A. He was in the one in um, Tokyo. He, like, went to, uh, right, I think it was Tokyo. He went. No, to, no, no. It was. Where was it? Okay, wait. London? London. I, I was in London. I don't think this matters. But okay. I think we had heard that the the passion had gone out of their relationship because of this issue. Like, he has become basically a hermit. And, like, that's just not Gigi's lifestyle. And, you know, they were together for two years. We hear that, you know, they did work through this issue. But Zane is not really budging. And I, I don't want to be too pedantic, but Zane didn't leave One Direction because of his anxiety. He left because he wanted to pursue solo music. But... The reason he left so suddenly, I think, was because of his anxiety. He, it, remember, he, it's not like he made an announcement and then dropped out. It was like he just started disappearing from events. He, he started no-showing on stuff that they were obligated to do. And then after a series of no-shows, he dropped out of the band. So, um, You know, Fifth Harmony should be really glad Camila didn't do that. Yeah. Like just kind of semi <laughs> Before they go complaining out. about her. <laughs> well, you know, and... I mean, you could tell at the end of 1D that he was not well. He was so I skinny. I think he was, he, he, he just couldn't cope anymore. And I think the stress, the anxiety, whatever he was dealing with had become so overwhelming. But the thing is now it's been two years. So they've been together and he's been without, he's been out of 1D. And the fact that he's still having such strong anxiety, like I really hope that he's seen a good therapist because he doesn't want this to cripple him for the rest of his life. Well, let's talk about the elephant in the room though, because Zane has been posting a ton of stuff on social media for like about the past few weeks and we heard that this breakup actually happened some time ago the only reason they announced it is because the son got this scoop so we're not sure exactly when this happened but it seems to be a while ago because for the past couple weeks zane has been very uncharacteristically posting a ton of sort of sad videos of him jamming by himself with his guitar and with his shirt off and doing little like video jam sessions and he's not really he doesn't really know how to play guitar he's just sort of like (laughs) finger picking and open tuning it's not the greatest it's the kind of stuff most artists wouldn't want you to show because he's just sort of like noodling around and, and like figuring out melodies and stuff but he's like putting it all out there like the beginning like he's heartbroken yeah like the beginning stages of the creative process and he's also putting up tons and tons of selfies which is like the classic move when you have a big breakup right you like start thirst trapping to remind your ex how mm-hmm. beautiful you are and he's such a good looking guy like it feels like he's trying to remind Gigi of how how handsome he is and he's also posting all of these and this is what i mean by elephant in the room all of these shirtless selfies where he looks to, to my eyes like Christian Bale from The Machinist. Yeah, he's like very skinny. Deathly skinny. Skinny to the level where he was when he was at the end of his But he's run very muscular too. So he's working out too. I don't think so. I think this he's is... He's very muscular. This. I mean, you're going to look muscular when you get down to 4% body fat just by virtue of being a guy. I mean, you, every almost every dude has a certain amount of muscle mass on them at the age of... How old is he? He's like 20... 
probably 24, 24. Like you, you have X muscle mass on your body. And if you have no body fat, all of it's going to show. And that's the kind of the weight that he's at now. If you look at how sucked in his, his waist is and stuff like that, he's a down at the level where like bodybuilders would be for competition, but you would only do that for like for three hours. You would be at that, uh, that sucked in. And he's like that every day. It just, it's not, it looks unhealthy. So, so what you're saying is that it seems as if his anxiety, whatever he is coping with is potentially making him not eat as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's sort of like what Aaron Carter was doing yes. when he was having his anxiety issues. Yes. Well, listen, people do that. Yeah. Well, and it's odd because you see him replying to a lot of people on his stories, on his Instagrams too, which he never used to reply to anyone. Like he'd just leave it be and like, you know, whatever. And now he's replying to his fans. Like the other day, someone commented and was like, called him daddy or something. And he was like, I don't have kids. He goes, but you can call me zaddy. And like, I don't know. Like he's just, he seems very like eccentric right now, which is not the kind of person he's put forth in a while. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's really tough because I think I like celebrities, uh, often are very sensitive people and a lot of their creativity and, and what, what drives them is their sensitivity, but it also makes them, um, be more insecure and also can make them more stressed and anxious. I had a friend hit me up last night when this news broke, cause people always like turned and turned to me and they want to know the inside scoop of what's going on. And she was like, why would, would she leave him when he's obviously in such dire straits? And that is also what makes me more concerned for him that Gigi felt like she couldn't stick it out with him. Like things are seemingly, I mean, this is just my opinion, maybe going so bad for him that she felt like she couldn't be a part of it at the moment. Like he obviously needs someone to lean on. And we hear our reporters have been telling us like she has been his rock for two years. He's been leaning on her so much for support. Yeah. But and, that gets tiresome. Like you, you know, sometimes like you can't put it on Gigi. He, no, that that's what, that's what my response was yeah. to my friend. Like, I think Gigi felt like she had to do this both for her and for him. Cause she couldn't be like codependent taking care of him. Like he needs to address these issues. And if he's not, I bet she felt like she couldn't be a part of it. Yeah. Well, listen, let's hope that his family, he's got a very strong family. Let's hope that they swoop in and, or his management and somebody, if he's not seeing, getting therapy that they really push him to do it. I mean, Aaron Carter had the same thing happening and he was in total denial about it. He was in here. He did our show. We did a video with him. We asked him why he was so thin. He said it's because he was riding his bike a lot was his answer. He just wasn't grappling with the situation at all. And he wasn't seeing himself accurately. And then he just came in here and he looked great. He had put on like 40 pounds and Mm -hmm. so much better. He looked so healthy. And he was in in a rehab for two months. Getting better. So... And dealing with his demons. Like I said, a lot of celebrities have demons. And I I don't particularly know why. I know why Aaron Carter does. I mean, he's got a very dysfunctional family background. Not sure about Zane. He seems to have a close family. But everyone's entitled to have their demons. Just got to deal with it. But here's the other thing we found out. So Perry Edwards, his ex, um, who he pretty much dumped and uh, a little bit before he got together with Gigi, um, apparently she's really sad for him that uh, that he and Gigi broke up because she thought that that was a good relationship for him. Like, she's not bitter. She's very um, almost loving about it. I love Perry. Yeah. But she's not... 
it, she didn't sound, she sort of seemed, sounded somewhat interested, according to our source, in potentially getting back together with him. That mm. is so surprising. I, I thought she was see with that coming. She's now. with someone. Yeah. And, and I just, I think that breakup was so bitter. I mean, he did it over text. Like, I, I, I just, I think that there's too much. And um, he really, history. like, just dumped her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they yeah. were engaged. Yeah. She's with footballer Alex Oxlet. I don't know who this is. But the other thing is, like, between him and Perry, while they were still together and engaged, those photos came out of him with that other woman, I think, at yeah. Disneyland while he was still in One Direction. Like, he was holding hands with some other girl. Oh, Zane. Yeah, I, I think that that's, oh, there's too much Zane. history yeah. between the two of them he, to, to make that work Maybe again. it was just a friend or whatever, but the photos look extremely familiar. Hmm, then okay. they wrote that whole song. This is a shout out to my ex. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, Perry, do not get back together with him. No. And Zane, get yourself into the shrink's office. Please. Okay, now, another another troubled relationship. Justin Bieber, Selena Gomez. We're hearing that they're not officially broken up, but they are taking a little time apart. But they do this. And it's almost as a way for them to stay together, that they seem to... I think this is a, a response or, or some kind of re- way that they've been told to deal with their issues. Maybe, you know, they've had a lot of counseling at their church. And so maybe that's been the suggestion that instead of just going into breakup, not talk mode for months at a time while they both are missing each other horribly, that instead they take little mini breaks and mm-hmm. keep in touch. So they go, you know, let's just kind of take cool off like a cooling off period which i think is good advice i agree i agree i just i i i really like them together but i'm just a little tired of hearing like every two weeks they're on and then they're off again and then they're on again and then they're off again like hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, it just seems so immature. I mean, to me, that they're on and off and on and off. Like, just have a conversation and communicate, and then you don't have to be on and off. Just like communicate about your problems and you know learn from them. And it just seems like they don't learn. I've been making videos about their breakups for six years. I know. (laughs) I can't imagine. I see why everyone is against them, and I'm like for them, and then now. Can we let's lay a little more context down though, because. So Justin had his birthday, I think, was it last week? He turned 24? No, March it's been, 1st. It's been a couple of weeks. Okay, yeah, it was a couple of weeks. And weirdly, Selena Gomez was not with him on his birthday. He went and celebrated with a bunch of guys from his church, including his pastor, Carl Lentz. And just, a, it was like a boy's day. And so we were like, oh. His that. mom. He was with his mom, too. Yeah, his mom was there um, for part of it. It was like a lunch. And then they all took a big party bus to go-karts. And they did a bunch of stuff. But Selena was nowhere to be found. And we were like, mm, that's a little weird. But probably they'll be spotted together over his birthday weekend. And then, boom. No Selena, nothing. Yeah, and just a few days before, they'd gone away for their little romantic trip to Laguna Beach. Yeah, yeah. So it was kind of weird that we didn't see them, but we figured, hey, maybe they spirited away secretly and just met up at one of their houses, and then we just didn't get any word. We thought it was a little strange. Well, E is now reporting, no, that's not actually what happened. They claim that, weirdly, 
Selena asked Justin to do a romantic one-on-one birthday celebration with just the two of them. And Justin's response was that he wanted to do something with the, with everyone. And that's what they fought about. And that's what caused this most recent breakup. Now, of course, there's also a bunch of other issues that we could get into with um, Selena's mom. But that was like the catalyst for this most recent breakup. And the reason that's weird is because the last time they had a little break from each other was when they were coming home from Mexico after their New Year's Eve vacation together. And we hear that it was Justin who wanted more one-on-one time with Selena and Selena wanted to spend all this time with her friends on that vacation. And Justin also wanted her to come home with him on the way back. And she said, no. So the role sort of reversed. Yeah. Well, and this is kind of goes back to what I was saying about the communication and everything, because I just feel like if you are in a relationship, then you communicate and you say, look, I want to spend you know time with you. But if you can't make it happen on your actual birthday, let's do it tomorrow night. Or can you do during the day with your guy friends? And then can you do the night? Like, I just think that there are ways around this. If this is the real reason, I just I it's just weird to me. Well, I think they that, couldn't make that work. I know. I know. I think. But I think also that Celine is very torn because her mom. You know, very much, very much doesn't approve of the relationship. Her mother hasn't forgiven Justin, and I don't blame her mother for the the many years of heartbreak that he caused her daughter. And uh, and you know, she just had a kidney transplant. She was very sick, and I'm sure her mother is just worried that. Uh, too much anxiety and stress about a relationship is is not good for her health. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the other thing we're hearing is Selena did actually fly back to Texas to go be with her family with, on this little break that they're on right now. Yeah. And we heard the other reason for this split is that she wants to give her mom a little more time to get used to the idea that her and Justin are going to be together. See, I think that's a valid reason. I think that that like that's something I could get behind. Because we were also told that they have they have been talking about marriage and kids. We're not sure how those conversations are going, but that they both have very different ideas about that. They're on different pages and they both want it, but it's, there's some incongruence about what they want. Well, they're too they're young. young. They're too they're young. young. I mean, if they young. can't decide on what he wants to do for his birthday and fight over that, they're not yeah. ready for marriage or That's kids. That's right. But you know what's interesting? Scott, Scotty McCreary. Scotty McCreary. I was about to say, Scotty's not here only yet. 24 years old, and that's what Justin Bieber is. And he is completely mature and ready Southern to get married. Men. But you know what? Everybody's different. And Justin has had, you know, the kind of wild, wild fame, as has Selena, that you know, very few people in this world have experienced, and also immense wealth at a young age. And so I don't think they need to be ready to get married, even if they know they both want it at some point. Um, but the good thing is that we hear that they're communicating all the time. It's not like they're that they're just not talking, which I think was so agonizing. Remember, Selena wrote a song about it, that the phone was never going to ring. Yeah. So that they're not getting back into that. The like, other funny thing that we we're hearing, this is just like kind of an aside, but that the person that Mandy TV, Selena's mom, really wants her to date is Zed. She really likes Zed. She thought he was like a nice, normal guy. And like who was kind of grounded and doesn't have all the hangups that Justin has. And she wishes like Selena would find someone like that. And like when you talented, when you want your daughter to date a DJ, I feel like that's when, you know, she really, (laughs) she really doesn't like the other options. Yeah. Well, it just seems like like Mandy can't like go like she thinks she knows what's best for her daughter. Like I think she needs to, 
Yeah. For reals. Selena's her own person. Like, I don't. Well, Selena's 25 years old. So it's like if so my Selena mom said to me, like, you really should get back with like your high school ex. I'd be like, get away from me. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm 24 years old. Do you know what I mean? And she, yeah. oh, Selena's even older than me. Right. Well, exactly. I mean, when I was 25, I wasn't really listening to my mother about dating advice. For real. Uh, totally. Well, I would take advice. Like, you know, tell me like what you think I should do in this situation. But if I ask for it. Right. It wasn't like she was deeply, like your mother invested. is deeply involved, deeply invested. And same with my mother. Yeah. And, and uh, I mean, not to the extent that I would break up with somebody because my mother wasn't happy. I mean, I actually had a very long-term relationship with a guy who didn't want to make a commitment and who, I wouldn't say he's like Justin, <laughs> but it, but there were issues there, like where my mother really didn't approve of the relationship or see that it was a good and healthy relationship, but she didn't interfere. Right. Because there comes a point where you have to put up your hands when you're a parent and say, you know what, they need to figure it out and learn for themselves. I've done all I can do in this situation. And for Selena to break up with her boyfriend who she loves because her mom is not happy with it, it shouldn't make her mom feel very good. Uh, That's what I think. Yeah, but at least they've worked out this new system where they break up but it's temporary. It's like a holding pattern until they're next. Because our reporter in LA, Russ Weekland, says that this cycle that people close to them are saying this cycle is just going to continue of like the big blowout fight. And then they take some space and then they miss each other and get back together. There's no end in sight to this. Well, the thing is, is that they feel like only they can understand each other because of all their history, everything they've been through. That's true. And I guess, yeah. And I think they have a tremendous amount in common. Okay. Let's move on to the next couple. Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott, who surprisingly are getting along really well ever since the birth of, Stormy, little baby Stormy Stormy Webster. Webster. And I think this has been a surprise even to um, Kylie because I don't think she really had high expectations of Travis. I think she was hopeful that he would be more present once Stormy was born. But since he wasn't uh, around much for the pregnancy, I think it was on her part, she was sort of wishful thinking. Like she knew it was wishful thinking, but he has surprised her because I think he's so fallen in love with his baby and wanting to be there for the baby. And it's, it's really strengthened their relationship. You know, what's cool about this is I feel like Travis was like, yeah, he really wasn't around that much for the pregnancy. He was around a little, little more than we thought. Cause we saw a lot in that video, but like we saw his tour schedule. He was busy most of the time while, while Kylie was sort of hole up in her Calabasas mansion. He really wasn't there he that was much. He was out and about. Yeah. He we was saw there, him. Yeah. Cause we, we, we know what, what was going on with him. And then since the birth, he's totally been there for her. So I think he was doing the totally rational thing is like he was working while he could and then planning hundred percent. once the baby was born that that was the time he really needed to be there for Kylie is mm-hmm. when there was a baby there that she needed help taking care of. And since he has this big career, he couldn't drop everything for nine months, especially when he knows he has to take a little break to take care of their newborn. I think that that's a really good point. And, um, you know, I also think that he, that parenthood in some situations, it changes you in some, I don't know, maybe you don't have like the heart in you to like, be like, wow, I have a child now. But in his case, I really think that Kylie gives birth to this baby to this baby. And he's like, 
oh my gosh, I have a dad. I'm a dad. I have a baby. Like I, you know, when it, it's one of those things that like moms say after they give birth and they're like, I feel love like I've never felt before. Like, like I didn't even know I could feel this way. And I think that that happened to him. And I think that he dedicated himself to Kylie and the baby after that. Fact. It doesn't hurt that Stormy is like so cute. So too. she is cute. Some babies. Really cute. Some babies, let's be honest, are ugly. Winston like, Churchill. Yeah. They, you know, <laughs> Most babies look like Winston Churchill, <laughs> but that's a good thing. Like I now look back at pictures, at least of my oldest son, who is very cute now, but he looked like a frog. <laughs> he seriously looked like a frog. Yeah, sometimes you come out. Even my mother, shaving. like years later, said, "Well, I didn't want to say anything to you at the time, but he really did look like a frog." Oh my gosh, that's <laughs> yes. hysterical! And yeah, yeah you and said, I thought he was so beautiful. Of course, <laughs> you're like my firstborn is the most beautiful baby in the world. Well, I we, thought <laughs> he was. I was so in love with my baby. It didn't course, matter what he course. looked like. But we have all seen those babies who come out of the fryer a little misshapen, <laughs> and their parents are so proud, and they hand them to you, and you're like, "Jesus, what is this?" <laughs> Oh God! But of course, you know they're new. They haven't. They're not formed right yet. You know. But Stormy came out beautiful already. That's how, literally, yeah. Yeah, so, she's gorgeous. I mean, she has a lot of Snapchat filters happening yeah. in. Her, but um, she, I think we Did cover up all as, of her blemishes. As does Chicago West. Yeah, yeah. So we don't know totally what um, Chicago she, West she, looks like. Yeah, we don't totally know, but she does look a lot like Travis, and I think that. She looks a lot like Kylie too. But both, I mean, right? Was, I mean, she looks exactly like both of them. She has Travis's forehead, and <laughs> I think, like, you have a baby and you see, oh my god, this thing looks like me. I mean, I had this. It's e- a real bummer for Tyga because he was yes, like so yeah. ready to demand that DNA test, but that baby does not look like Tyga. <laughs> no, it does not. It does not. Sorry, King Gold Chains. It does not look like you. <laughs> it would not be cute if it looked like Tyga. What? Wait, his son is adorable. Oh, King that's Cairo so true. Is he so is. cute. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're and right, Allie, right. also, you're up. contradicting yourself because you told us that you and the ladies in the office took an office poll and you all think Tyga is cuter than Travis. Yeah, but now we like Travis because he supports Kylie. <laughs> Personality and like actions make people better looking, I think. I have to say, I had, my brother had a, had a daughter and. Had a daughter? Um. You know, he has, 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 has a daughter. Okay. She's like almost, uh, she's like two and a half or yeah, she's like two and a half now. And it just like, she looks like me too. And it just, I don't know when you see a baby and it looks like you, you just fall in love. Like this is the niece well, you even, talk about that you okay, love so I talk much. all the time. Yeah. I'm, I'm obsessed Wait, with her. Even if they don't look like you, you still fall in love with them. Well, of course. But yeah. I think there's like some, like there's some inherent genetic bias in all of us that we no. see babies. Because I see other people's babies and I don't care about their babies, but I saw this I baby. I love every baby that comes I, near me. Never met a baby I didn't like. I like babies too, <laughs> but I'm not like so in love, right? I just fell in love with this little girl and I think there's just, there's a familial I don't think it, thing. I don't, well, I don't think it has to do with the fact she looks like you. I think it just happens to be, because you know she's your niece and she's right. related. Maybe, maybe. Because I, I have that. to say, I didn't like any babies at all until I had my own. Yeah. I didn't never babysat. I never wanted to hold a baby. My mom was the same way. But that, I was not interested in babies. But that's in the my least. point. And, but you just said you had this little frog baby. Yeah, and but, you but it was the it's beautiful... not like she didn't like it because it looked like her. No, because it didn't. <laughs> I didn't look like a frog. <laughs> <laughs> well, Maybe I do now, but I did then. Rip it. Well, whatever it is, I think we can all agree that there's a natural inclination when you when a baby comes in your family, you're just like, you're in love. Well, I don't know. Now I like duh. all babies. Oh, I 
uh, whatever. I could fall in love with Again. any baby right now. Never. I think any like... baby that you hold for more than a few minutes, you could fall in love with. Bonnie wants grandkids. I do, but I mean, I would adopt children too because I, I, I would fall in love with any have baby. You, have, you, have you been shopping, Bonnie? <laughs> Getting back to Kylie, <laughs> my brother used to buy those children on like the TV. <laughs> the, <laughs> the sponsored we would, kids. Yes. For, oh, we I, we do that. We still have we for have only sponsored twenty five cents a day. Oh, you we can we do that. Support a all the time. Children. No, but my brother was like five and would just pick up the phone and start calling and like oh, we get like notes very, in the mail about sponsoring children. Very affordable. <laughs> back anyway. to Kylie. Back to Kylie. Um, we did hear though that Travis did say something to her about getting married and that he, I, it was kind of joking, but sort of serious, but that she's like, you know, things are good now. Let's just see how it goes. I mean, she's only 20. She's still, despite the fact that she's really happy with their relationship, in love with Stormy, she's still smartly not ready to tie the knot. And can you imagine a Kylie Jenner marriage at this point would would involve such a gigantic prenup? Mm. I mean, it would not, it would not be fun, but she's got to be careful because if he moves in with her, She's going to also have to still get legal documents. Otherwise, it's going to be considered palimony because she is so much wealthier than Travis. Well, look look how intelligently the Kardashians and Kris Jenner and all that stuff handled the whole Black China situation. Black China tried to to trademark the name Angela Renee Kardashian. I mean, she basically scammed Rob to try to get the Kardashian name and tried to make a life out of it. And she has just by just by dint of being in proximity to the Kardashians gotten a lot more heat and like social media followers and more sponsors, but they did. She didn't actually get any cash Mm -hmm. because they were very active in the legal realm to prevent her from doing that. So I would imagine that they, they will be just as protective of Kylie, no matter how much and stormy Webster too, because they already have like got her name patented and Mm -hmm. everything. So they can do things with stormy Webster team of those kind of lawyers. I I don't think anything's going to get, but seriously, palimony is a big thing in California. Yeah. So if he moves in or, you know, even if they if he stays over a lot, they're going to have to be careful. Well, She's we, going to have to have legal protection. Bonnie, we know we we actually do think he is going to move in, or at least partially, because of course, remember those photos came out. Well, Kylie's pregnancy photos leaked a little bit. There were some faraway photos because she was touring this construction site where apparently she's building a a, compound, compound, like multiple houses on, on a, on one property. Now that she's so insanely rich, just a single house makes no sense for her. I don't know. (laughs) But anyway, who wants a compound? Our reporters found out that they, they had made some changes to the plans and are going to be adding a recording studio. So who would that be for? I imagine Travis. Right. Okay. Well, I hope the Jenner lawyers are very busy protecting her and her fortune. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, she's looking at handing over half of it. Okay, final note. We want to talk about Kendall because she gave this interview to Vogue magazine and she talked a lot about her sexuality. Yeah. Yes. The, <laughs> I think can we just set this up? There's always, there's always been sort of like rumors about Kendall oh, yeah, being. Yeah, they have been. Yeah. Be, yeah, that she that she kind of 
dressed a little more masculine than typical or she was a little more manly than her sisters. Like there were like these weird things about her having like a masculine energy. And she referred to that today in her in the Vogue interview that came out. Um, and also people wondering if she was gay, if she was because well, she also she also didn't date a lot, at least right, publicly. She didn't have any serious relationships. And she's an admitted tomboy. She was very right. That's she, was she had very, masculine energy. Very, very close to Caitlin, for, formerly Bruce, because they had similar interests. They like to go, they like to ride horses. Mm-hmm. And they like to go shooting right. and they like to do all, a lot of their dune buggies and all kinds of, I mean, Caitlin is very like athletic, obviously. And, oh, and t- Kendall, yeah, obviously. Ken- Kendall yeah. is su- super into that kind of stuff too. And she also has like a low, you know, as you say, masculine energy. She's yeah. a very low voice. I think it was kind of like the aesthetics of Kendall that were like making people. She was very, she's very androgynous looking as well. Compared can to the be, rest of the family. Be. Yes, can be. And a lot of models are. I think that that's why she's very successful in the modeling industry. I mean, she has this like long neck and just like long yeah. parts. Um, so in her, And a penis. She has a penis she, too. <laughs> she said in her interview, she addressed that Gino and said that she's not transgender. She's not bisexual. She said she's open to new experiences. But she also said if she were gay, then she would never hide it. She was like, I would never hide something like that. Like I would be out and open. She was like, I'm not gay. Yeah, she said she has nothing to hide. She said she has nothing to hide. Um, so, you know, I think that good for her for saying like, I would never hide that though, because I think that that's also kind of a positive for like the LGBTQ community yeah. too. Like don't hide it. Like, come on, you know, like you're accepted. So, um, yeah, that's what she said. in her interview. Now last Kardashian Jenner note, we just have to point out and you guys, if you haven't checked this out on Hollywood life, how much Sophia Ritchie is making herself look like Kourtney Kardashian. It's uncanny. It is uncanny. She's got hair extensions and she is wearing her hair like black now. Black, parted in the middle, just like Kourtney. She's wearing crop tops and outfits and sunglasses, just like Kourtney. It is freaky. Yeah, and she has those like big lips, like the tan skin. Like she just looks just so much like her and posing like her post on her Instagram. Like her. Just go on her Instagram. Yeah. It's really bizarre. And I'm wondering, I have two ideas. Is Scott suggesting she do these? Is Scott like, you should wear this. Like, I, I love you in this. Or like, you should make your hair long or like you should, do you know what I mean? To make her look kind of like a Courtney clone or is Sophia doing it on her own because she thinks that Scott still loves Courtney and is like, Oh, well if I look like Courtney, you know, those are my two theories. Well, we're hearing that he does still love Courtney. Right. And that he would drop Sophia in an instant if <sighs> Courtney crazy. broke up with Eunice and that he would and Courtney would consider taking him back. That's understandable. She's the mother of his three children. Ugh, that's awful. Courtney I mean, I think Sophia is such a little dime. Like Scott is so lucky to have her in his life. <laughs> and She's, she's 19. Yeah, she's 19. Exactly. Perfect. And, oh, and she's totally willing to play this sick sex game where she dresses up like Courtney just to. Are you joking? Just you're, to, you're being sarcastic. No, I think this is what is going on. I think he, I think Scott is like suggesting. Yeah, but I wouldn't say she's a dime. I think they're, well, she's. That's very insulting. But she is <clears throat> getting roped in. A dime to- is insulting? You she called her a dime? A, dime, a ten. Yeah. A ten. Oh, a ten. Oh, yeah. like that's not a dime. Oh, okay. Yeah. She's, <laughs> she's hot. She's hot. I thought hot, you hot. were saying that she was cheap or something. No, no. no. She's she's okay. really I think she's really, really attractive and she's hot on social media. Well, she, she is very attractive. Yeah. But I do think that she's doing this, either whether it's at Scott's behest or not, 
to look like Courtney because she knows that he's still in love with Courtney. And that's creepy. Think about like having sex with your boyfriend and you're making yourself look like his ex so that he can think about having sex with his ex while he's having it with you. That is creepy. No, I think that's exactly what's happening. I think this is like a fa- I think this is like a kinky game that they're playing. And I think that they're messing. I think they're intentionally trying to mess with Courtney. Wow. With this sec- like, sexy, like sexy, kinky, like, look what we're doing. We're dressing her up like you. Like, I think this is all like a big burn on Courtney. Wow. <sighs> it is a big burn. But and I don't she- think Courtney cares. Do you think do you think he calls for Courtney in bed? <gasps> Ew, what Gino, you're sick. What? I mean, the- <laughs> she's wearing the costume. Like, wh- what is the logical thing? I think this is a sex game. I think Listen, that either he's trying to be like to like I don't know. I think either it's a mind game between he and Courtney or Sophia likes him so much that she's willing to do just about anything to please to to think that she's pleasing him. I think listen. Uh, I don't think it's a weird sex Sophia game. Sophia is 19. Scott is 36. Your sexual taste 34. 34. Your Maybe 35. Your now. sexual tastes mature as you age and you want to try new and different stuff and I think this is the, the level that Scott is on. Like he's a freak. He's been all around the world sleeping with women for a very very it's long true. time and I think like he's escalating his behavior. I mean, just just a theory, but okay. And I can tell you that if I was Lionel Richie, I would be not happy <laughs> about this at all. At all. At all. Nope. <laughs> okay. Well, that's it for today. So come on, Hollywood Life. We have galleries where you can oh see God. how much they look together, like look alike. I'm gonna Courtney have to... and Sophia. You have to search for them. Then come to Hollywood Life on Friday to hear to see our stories about Scotty McCreary and go to our podcast with Scotty and come to the site every day. We have so much interesting news, all kinds of Zane and Gigi info, Jelena info and more. I'm going to have to mark this Amazing. episode explicit, guys. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.